Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is Faraz Sadiqi, Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is going to be a quick one, okay? There are just several injuries that were just unclear this week, okay? So, figured I'd record something on this Saturday morning just to break down the injury reports for you guys going into week five. All right. First off, it doesn't look like Amon Ross St. Brown is going to play. He hasn't practiced all week. He's listed as doubtful. So you can take him out of your lineups pretty safely at this point. Plug in somebody else. Okay. Josh Reynolds gets a bump, but he's also a little banged up with a groin injury. He's seen target shares of 21%, 18%, and 23%. And then that one game with zero targets, but he's been pretty involved overall. I think he gets an upgrade to a flex play this week. If he does play this injury, his injury, you know, his own injury makes this a little iffy as well. Uh, I will say that this is a tough matchup. He's actually been running about 40% of his routes from the slot. Carolina has been uh, the best team at defending the slot over the first four weeks of the season. There are some vulnerable spots on the outside, specifically that left perimeter that he could take advantage of, though, and he does run 60% of his routes on the outside. So if you desperately need him, you can plug him in. Sam Laporta obviously gets an upgrade as well. He's probably the only healthy, real pass catcher here. Uh, So, you know, you were already probably playing him if you have him. He's a top three tight end play this week in a neutral matchup uh, against the Panthers, and given the fact that there are these multiple skilled players on offense banged up right now. I'm interested to see if they plug Jameer Gibbs in at wide receiver at all, maybe out of the slot a little bit more, maybe putting him on the field at the same time as David Montgomery. Uh, If they do, he'll definitely get the targets because he's averaging a a massive 28% target per route run rate. Uh, But it's hard to tell whether they do that or not, given the fact that he's already been underused so far to start the year. Uh, It's especially hard because Gibbs was also placed on the injury report on Friday with the hamstring injury. So is this a true hamstring injury? Did he tweak it in practice? That makes Gibbs uh, a pretty risky play this week. You know, honestly, it's always risky after a late week downgrade like this at practice. Uh, But with all that being said, I I think the 
the elephant in the room here is that David Montgomery has to be in lineups this week. Will Jameson Williams be used more? Who knows? I'm looking forward to see what he does this week, how much playing time he gets. Uh, we haven't really heard about that like really good momentum. We haven't heard about high expectations. So we'll see what kind of playing time he gets. You know, We truly have no idea what that's going to look like at this point. We do know that once he does get a full-time role, he has a ton of upside. Cooper Cup is expected to play. Sean Pavey said that he's not expected to have any, quote, specific limitations. Who knows what that means? You, you can never really trust Sean Pavey at this point with anything that he says. Uh, but like I said on yesterday's show, I'm starting Cup if I have him, and I'll live with whatever happens. Too much upside. Jonathan Taylor should play according to Ian Rappaport. There still hasn't been you know, true confirmation of that yet. Uh, the Colts listed him as questionable, uh, but he did get two full practices, so that's good to see. I'll, I'm playing him as like a solid RB2 if he does go. Um, the fact that like they are listing him as questionable like makes me think that they might not give him his whole workload in his first game back just to you know ramp him up to game action. And like I mentioned on yesterday's show, this is a, a very, very tough matchup on the ground against Tennessee. Guys, if you could take just a second to hit subscribe, hit add, hit follow on your podcast app for the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. That would mean the world to me. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo has cleared the concussion protocol and will play Monday night. Uh, this is good for Jacoby Myers. This is good for the toit target distribution that we've been talking about. I have Jacoby as a solid wide receiver too this week at this point. T. Higgins had a limited practice on Friday, which confuses us now because we don't know whether to play him if he does suit up. He's listed as questionable. He hasn't been ruled out. He has fractured ribs. There has been, you know, several times where players have played, you know, with the flak jacket, some injections for the pain with these broken ribs. So if he does end up playing, you know, I'm not, you know, going out of my way to bench him. You know, he does get downgraded to like a wide receiver three. Definitely risky, but there's always some upside with T. Higgins. Saquon Barkley was limited in practice all week with that high ankle sprain. This doesn't look like a situation where he returns, to be honest. Like, you really want that full practice, and the Giants are still undecided on whether he'll play. So it's looking like this is turning into a game-time decision. Even if he does play, I'm not sure if he gets all the snaps. If he does play, I'd have him as a, like, mid-RB2 behind Jonathan Taylor. Javante Williams ended up getting a limited practice in on Thursday, a full practice on Friday. Uh, the Broncos are listing him as questionable. I think this is a tough match regardless. I think all these guys, him, McLaughlin, P. Ryan, they're probably going to be all involved because of Javante's injury. I, I think they should just all be on your bench <laughs> if you can. Um, I think Javante would normally be like a low-end RB2 or flex play, but with him coming off the injury, I'm just not sure how much work he ends up getting. Miles Sanders got a full practice in on Friday. This is a, a very tough matchup against the Lions front. So I think I'm throwing Sanders on my bench also with the risk that Chuba Hubbard might still be pretty involved if Sanders isn't at, you know, com you know, 100%, you know. Remind you, Stevenson got limited practice in, practices in all week with a thigh injury. Um, it's possible that he doesn't get a full workload on Sunday against the Saints. He did get a season high in his rushing attempt share last week. Uh, you know, we want that to continue. We want Zeke to stop getting as much work as he's getting. But I'd label him as like a low-end RB2 this week, mainly because he's just not getting targeted at the rate he was getting targeted last year. He's averaging a little bit more than three targets per game over the last three games. It, that isn't really going to get it done if, if you're not going to be efficient on the ground. I will say he had some. he's had some tough matchups. Eagles, Jets, Cowboys so far 
I think there are better days ahead for Ramondre Stevenson. A little bit of a buy low for me. All right, I wanna. I think that's it for the injuries, guys. If you want to stay tuned here for just a few uh, underdog pickums that I really like for Sunday, I'll go over the ones that I have and the ones that I, that are my favorites. Okay, if you don't play an underdog, you know you should definitely try to do that because you have a chance to win money and you can use the existing fantasy football knowledge that you have to win money okay all you got to do is you pick players you pick higher or lower on them you throw them in an entry together you get a few of them right and you win some money it's really that simple okay so you can go to underdogfantasy.com you can download the app use code upper hand you're going to get a bonus pick number one that gets you closer to getting several of these right and then number two you get your first deposit doubled up to five hundred dollars that is for a limited time okay so make sure you use the code upper hand when you do sign up uh but i'm looking for for my oh here it is i had it somewhere else okay so zay flowers over 44 and a half receiving yards that's what his line is set at the steelers secondary has been terrible so make sure that he's in your lineup number one but number two zay flowers over 44 and a half i think that's a lock devon so these are the favorites that i have okay i have five favorites here so that's one of them the second one devon a chain over 50 and a half rushing yards okay against the giants He's going to be the 1A. I think he's going to get it done. Michael Pittman, over 59 and a half receiving yards. He's going up against the, Titan, the, the Titans. The Titans have allowed the opposing number one wide receiver to absolutely go apeshit each and every week over the first four weeks. I think Michael Pittman can do the same. Puka Nakua, over 61 and a half receiving yards. I think that went down given the fact that Cooper Cup is back. Uh, but I still like Puka Nakua to smash that given the fact that the Eagles have been really, really bad uh, against receivers, especially when it comes to giving up receiving yards and fantasy points. CeeDee Lamb, over 65 and a half receiving yards. He runs the majority of his routes from the slot. The 49ers have a specific vulnerability uh, defending the slot. At, you know this year and overall uh they've been just giving up um yards they've been giving up fantasy points and they just haven't been great at defending the back end so i think cd lamb goes over this mark as well so those are my favorite five uh if you're looking for a few more i have alvin Kamara under 92 and a half scrimmage yards i have chris olave over four and a half receptions i think last week's game really brought that line down a little bit Bijan robinson i'm looking at him to score a touchdown he hasn't scored in a little bit so Bijan robinson over uh, uh you know getting that touchdown uh any way possible rushing or receiving matt stafford uh you know i like puka i like cop obviously he's thrown for 300 yards consistently this year so i'd like him to pass for over 274 and a half passing yards and then tony pollard his scrimmage yards is only set at 81 and a half so i think between the rushing and the receiving that he gets in this game an actual close game potentially i think he's gonna be extremely involved i think he's gonna go over 81 and a half scrimmage yards all right. So those are the 10 that I like. Those first five are my favorite. Um, and then we'll see how it goes this weekend, guys. Good luck. Use code UPPERHAND when you do sign up with Underdog Fantasy. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And good luck on Sunday. I'll be going live at 1130 Eastern Time uh, on Instagram at UPPERHAND Fantasy. So make sure to check me out there. And I'll see you guys soon. Take it easy. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 